street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hi, I'm Dolly, also known as Juggling Lessons. I've been a programmer and a teacher before I retired, and my current hobby is to create teaching materials for street epistemology. Lately, I've been interviewing people involved with street epistemology and live streaming them on my YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash user slash juggling lessons. And we are live. Welcome to this discussion about SE. Today I have with me the guests, the crew from TART. Uh, no, that's not a baking company, and that's nothing nasty. But you, you, uh, this is the Atheist Roundtable. The ringleader of the Atheist Roundtable is Oz. Oz, tell me about yourself. Well, first of all, uh, thanks for for having us. We're we're excited to be here and and talk uh, SE and uh, and. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we do. Kind of a different format on a YouTube channel. Um, you know, with like, like you and I've talked about uh, having a, a group of us uh, attacking it. But uh, I, I'm Oz, and I'm I'm the host. The uh, the first one we have three of the five that are here with us tonight. Uh, <clears throat> the the first one I'll um, I'll introduce is Pasta Mike, and uh, he's he's voice right now. Um, uh, he'll uh, pop him in. But Pasta is uh, Pasta and I. Uh, you said ring. Uh, leader, really, it's a two two man ring leader uh, process. Him and I mm. are the ones that really uh, really take the bull by the horn, so to speak, and run with this thing. Um, as far as being the the visionaries of it, so Pasta has be you, you know him and I are hand in hand together uh, pushing this thing forward. So it's the Pasta man. Well, the the bull would be Austin. I'm the one with the hands, so that's, <laughs> that's better to to place it that way. Yeah, but we have Ben that's recently actually actually Ben Ben got introduced to me through Mr. Magna Bosco. He um he told me to get a hold of Ben through the social media platform, I believe through Facebook and uh, through the Discord. So Anthony reached out said Ben is a up and coming prodigy with the uh with the epistemic uh, questioning. So we we reached out and we have Ben on board now. So that that's uh kind of a a new thing that we've got going on. We also have Murder Shed Steve and Just Jeff. They're not present with us right now. Murder uh, Shed, yeah. perfectly good I'm, name. I'm, I'm basically the new guy uh, in, in the group. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, I grew a secular student alliance at my college. Uh, I was really excited about uh, street epistemology. I gave a talk at the national conference one year. Uh, I've written a blog post for um, the Street Epistemology website, and uh, I've been practicing it in my day-to-day life. So I'm really excited with TART to be able to record some of my interactions for really the first time. So here I am. <laughs> wow, thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. Um, I'm, I'm especially interested in understanding how SE is different when there are uh, multiple interrogators i use the word interrogator some people are allergic to that so say examiner or sc or whatever you want to say you tell me what you call yourself uh it, but when you have multiple of them wrestling for the airtime how do you deal with that with aporia how do you not step on pauses 
Well, Pastor, Pastor, how would you define? Because I know to me it just comes down to list. Like you have to listen to each other. You got to know what what questions have been asked uh, before you you know uh, get your uh, your swing at the plate, uh, so to speak. But uh, Pastor, what, what would what would you say in our our four four months or five? I guess yeah, almost five months of doing it. What, what would your opinion be? Well, it's actually quite a process because we all have different approaches and. Uh, some of the some of the live shows we we put out don't actually make the the cutting room floor afterwards because it doesn't quite go according mm. to plan. So we try our best to keep it, uh, you know, keep it in particulars with with SE, but sometimes it'll get a little bit uh, conf- confrontational. It just depends. Now I'll tell some of the guys, you know, how, you know, how, how about trying it this way? How about you know taking an approach? Uh, going through the uh, Socratic method and probing rather than giving giving information, and uh, so, sometimes it's received well, sometimes it's not. So it's all about personality, but we do try, try our best to be patient, and it's still a learning process on our end as well. Because we got some guys that have come from the debating um, atheist community, and they're trying to set some of their um, some of their bad habits aside to, mm-hmm. to learn how to have a more gentle conversation versus having that. Uh, you know, confrontation. Okay. I think lightning Absolutely. struck Benji. I'm not sure what. It looks like it. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> yeah, the the browser just completely cut me out. I'm sorry he, about that. He was having a having that a happens. session. He was having a session earlier about a guy that still believes in Thor. So there was something. <laughs> okay. He hit me with some lightning. Hey, we still have a day for a day of the week for that. Uh, so yeah. Thor's got to be real. Thor, Sun, Moon. So those are real, right? Tyr, that's Mars. Woden. Wait, I'm not sure about Woden. Okay. There, I have to work on this theory. Anyway. Oh, and then Oz. Now, now it's happened to Oz, too. Yeah, lightning striking all over the place. But that's okay. I still have some of you. That's enough. Mm-hmm. You have different <laughs> uh, approaches to SE. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Could you describe any of the ways in which your approaches to SE are different from each other and maybe from different from Anthony and some guy named Reed, who I see around here somewhere? I'm, I'm kidding I'm about Reed. <laughs> sure. Oz, are you back in? Yeah, go ahead, man. I see Oz. Well, I was going to say, for me, I I typically try to go more of the pure SE route where I actually prefer um, if if the person I'm talking to doesn't know what my position is. And then Mm -hmm. um, uh, in the best circumstances, I'm authentically open to receiving new information. And so it's interesting for me as part of a show called the Atheist Roundtable, I obviously can't play that as much. So I typically introduce my segment of the conversation as, look, let's pretend like we're taking some of that, uh, those, uh, those uh, presuppositions away, right? Let's pretend like I'm not an atheist. I don't have, I don't have any information. Um, I typically try to go that route if uh, we're going epistemologically. All right. Uh, I I very much try to be neutral, but if people have seen me before, that veil just it doesn't mean much it, other than right. in that conversation uh i end up end up doing neutrality by as much arguing for their position as against as opposed to not arguing at all and when i say arguing, right. i really just mean bringing up hypotheticals on alternate uh, of alternate site 
I try very hard not to actually eat. Uh, Oz, Pasta, do you have a different uh, approach from Benji that that in this regard about being neutral? Um, well, I, I know. So, Pasta is the one. So, I, I'm I'm three years into being an atheist, um, and oh. and really um, starting well, are you to still angry? dig into. Uh, no, I'm 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 past the angry stage. <laughs> wow, that's um, fast. Usually, I uh, usually hear four years, but yes, keep going. Some of us are. Yeah, well, I, I, for me, it might have been six. I, I, I had great people around me that helped me, so I, I have to mm -hmm. say that that, that helped me um, get through that pretty um, pretty quickly. But uh, you know, there, there's still a lot of this that I'm. You know, yes, I'm I'm the host, but there's still a lot of this that I'm learning, and I love studying, and I love. I spent two hours today just continuing to study mm -hmm. and listen. Um, and, and digging into it. So I'm still very much a student, like by no means am I a pro. I'm still, still very much beginner slash novice um, in this, but uh, my, uh, my, in my professional life, I'm a sales director. So there's part of it that I get naturally because a lot of the question asking um, and, and the way you ask questions is still very um, uh, in line with what I do on a day-to-day -day basis in my you know, in my profession, um, you know, so, so mine, I can be a little more, uh, aggressive because I know the, uh, as far as the faith, I know the Bible very, very well. So when they start steering mm. off into using the Bible as circular reasoning, that's, that's where I, I kind of maybe get off the SE track, you know, and, and I, and I can dig into that. And that's, that's probably where I differ a little bit. And sometimes that's great. Other times it's, uh, it's a shit show. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A really great show. Uh, it wasn't a show. It wasn't. It wasn't published. But uh, uh, a really good SE session on the chessboard, speaking to somebody with the claim, "We are in the end time." Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I took his references, asked him for the for the the, the least ambiguous, and uh, we actually read through in the King James, verse by verse by verse. As it turned out, he got to about verse three or four, and he's like, "I don't even." <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, well, my, I, I, I like the verbal judo of sure, come at me, bro. Let's go. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's, that's actually yeah. fun. But uh, my, my favorite go to is, uh, and I haven't used it in a while, but my favorite go to is, you know, the, the, the Bible states that God is love, that it's not a, <clears throat> it's not a characteristic or a label that's his. Uh, quote unquote DNA. That's who he is. That's his identity. Um, okay. So then I go to uh, was it Second uh, Corinthians thirteen or First Corinthians thirteen, where it, uh, it spells out the uh, attributes or what love should or should not act like. And I love going systematically through that, you know, and dispelling that. But then that that's getting out of SC. That's more you're just fact checking. <laughs> you know, right. Um, right. At, at, at that point. It's so interesting to me because that's actually how I grew up. I grew up believing that God was love. And my way out of religion was realizing that ultimately the universe looks the same with God as it does without. Mm. And so that's kind of what, what drew me out of religion. But then immediately, so it's interesting to hear Oz talk about, and, and I mean, we've had this conversation before. But he's three years out of his religion. I'm about eight or nine. And I almost immediately stumbled upon street epistemology. Like I remember 2013, 2014, only two or three years out of my religion, I, I was looking for a way to have these conversations. And street epistemology like hit the nail on the head over and over and over for, for me. And it's helped me remain cordial with my family, my friends. Uh, mm. It helps me push people's uh, buttons uh, friend, you know, in a friendly way. 
just mm-hmm. everywhere around. And so, whereas he's a sales director, I'm an educator. And so for me, it's all about educating people around me, like, you know, what is atheism? What is What does it mean to uh, hold true beliefs or to have the most uh, justified reasons to believe something? Um, so, I mean, I, I very much try to dig in on those issues instead of attack, uh, talking more theology. Okay, good. Yeah, and, uh, Pasta, if, if, if I, go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, want, I want to make sure that, that, that Pasta uh, um, jumps in here because he, he's the one from, uh, I, I met him very early on in my deconversion process, and he's really been uh, my mentor through this. So I, I want to make sure that mm. uh, that he, he gets to, uh, to jump in on that because I think that's important to, to hear. Yeah, I'm just privileged that I get these little like miniature intros as well, all all the way throughout the show. The show. <laughs> Thank you, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed throughout the years that just without really delving into what street epistemology is, because I only ever came across that through through Anthony. I I knew what epistemology was from a, a simple, yeah, uh, you know, community college class and you know, basic philosophy about 15 years ago, but. I'm like, oh, that's just that's just having a casual conversation and not getting your emotions involved with somebody with mm-hmm. a, you know, with a uh, deep held belief. And I've been doing that for years. I've, I've, I don't, I don't have a, an emotion. I've never been religious. I wasn't raised religious. I've never been mm. uh, held to a, to a, to a standard like that. So when somebody preaches stuff to me, it's almost a foreign language. I'm just genuinely interested and intrigued. So I'll stay calm and chat with people anyway in that regard. So I thought, oh, that I guess I've been doing that for a long time anyway. But I don't have a a parroting sound where I I, I just kind of make it into a conversation. So I don't have a, a particular guide I follow. Okay. Uh, do you think uh, Benji is uh, hopelessly wrong and utterly misguided in his vain attempt at neutrality? <laughs> no, I I think I th- I think. I think Ben is doing a, doing a fantastic job of um, taking what he you know learns from um, Anthony's videos and uh, and applying them you know ethically and and I think Austin is is really intrigued and and wants to learn how to uh, chat civilly rather than arguing and putting somebody in a defensive position and uh, you, you know you can make somebody's critical thinking look flawed and poor without yelling at them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's that's that's the goal, so. and then and then you end up looking like the uh, the calm individual anyway. And they, if if they get out of hand and upset, then that's on them. And I don't yell. Okay, by the way. so oh. <laughs> I don't either, ever. <laughs> uh, okay, I. I uh, very much in, appreciate uh, all the guests that are here today. And if you have questions for the gang, please type them or uh, a little soon. Actually, I think it'd be okay if you voice them too. We could just, we have such a good, uh, um, well-behaved group. So the unmute works out just fine. Um, my first question for you, and maybe each of you could answer it because maybe it would be different for you. In your own person, oh no, lightning struck again. Okay, did Matt Dillahunty make it disappear? 
<laughs> I think it's happened to each of us now. Sure. You saw a freeze. There you go. Okay, good. So, my question to you was, uh, I don't hear him. It, it, look, when I'm asking about your, I still SC, don't have. I voice. mean, your personal version of SE. You don't have voice. You don't hear me. I got voice. I got you. It's, it's you a, have voice. That's Mike has voice. Yep. And Oz doesn't have voice. Okay. I don't, I don't see video or voice on her end. Okay, I'm going to drop my video just so that if bandwidth is my problem, you'll be able to just hear me and maybe that will work out. Oh, I can hear now. Okay. Resume video, yes. I will resume video. Sounds good. Okay, we're back. Good. All right. My question is, when I when I took when I talk about your <laughs> That's the key here, Nelly. of SE, I didn't hear you. No, nope. nope. and he's not showing up like on the like he's showing up in the uh, the screen that's going on YouTube or whatever, but he's not showing up in the in the Discord screen. Okay, if you just look at the YouTube screen, that should do enough. It's a little bit delayed for you, but uh, you'll be able to see what he's doing, and you can hear him directly. I think. Yes. Oh, I can't. Good enough. We can run with that. You can't okay. hear me? I got him. Oz does not hear me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oz enabling video. Good. There we go. There we go. Do you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Okay. We're apparently stress testing the system today. This is fun. <laughs> this is exciting. When I ask you about your SE, I mean your version of SE. So there's three different ones. Uh, the, uh, maybe you could each three answer. What what could I do in an Olympus that would make it not SE anymore? What sort of behavior could I have as a as an interrogator that would <laughs> ruin I like that. an Olympus? Okay. You could start to posit your uh, own uh, worldview more firmly as you go along. Mm -hmm. Okay, so take a position, deliver messages by positive, that kind of positive yeah. worldview. Like say, hey, uh -huh. I'm going to give you some information to go study after. <laughs> you know, I think you're wrong about that. Here, take this pamphlet. Mm. Oh, oh. Mm. okay. Give me your address. I'm going to spam you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Join the secular okay. community here. You're wrong about your, your position. Okay. Yeah. And what, what Pastor just said uh, to, and I'll just I'll piggyback off it because I, I just got done uh, a couple hours ago listening to uh, one, of, one of Anthony's uh, <clears throat> videos that he went through the process for like an hour and 20 minutes. And he was talking about that where it's like, okay, here's. Uh, Here's what I'm going to tell you. You're wrong. And here's a website to go look at to show you you're wrong. You know, um, and that's actually something that I've had to learn not to do because I am a researcher and somebody that loves to study is to stop doing that. Like mm -hmm. I've had to make myself stop doing oh. that. So, 
Well, since we're on the subject, I might as well just call mm-hmm. Austin out. I mean, he's almost almost admitting yeah. he's 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 coming to the point where it's on the tip of his tongue. We've had a couple of uh, studio sessions where we've recorded uh, theists, uh, where we haven't broadcasted it live. And one of the Austin does a great job, by the way. <laughs> he does a great job. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not throwing him completely under the bus. But one of the things he finds himself doing is that very thing. I was I was gently trying to do that, but he he mm-hmm. took it to the next level. So I'm going to go above him again. So he'll um he'll get to the point where he'll say, you know, give me your email address. I'm going to send you some links, you know, to um, to some oh, stuff. Oh, literally. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was, right. I wasn't I wasn't kidding. I wasn't I was, kidding. Okay. I wasn't, I ac- I wasn't actually uh, referencing <laughs> Anthony's video. I was re- referencing uh, Austin's actions. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's been a, it, it for happened. the record it's been a while since i did that i've learned my lesson but yeah i definitely yeah, it's been a few days it has been a few days in fairness in fairness it was, it's it was, been a few days it was like 48 yeah. hours ago no it was longer than it's, that. it's been a few days yeah, it has <laughs> he's, he's learned his lesson yeah yeah I, I was gonna say broadly speaking you're leaving street epistemology um once you're done investigating the reasons why somebody holds the claim whatever the claim is that you're talking mm-hmm. about once you've left the reasoning, then, you, then you're leaving the investigation portion. Um, so you can do that in a bunch of ways, whether it's through positing your own claim or um, debating certain topics. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think where I struggle the most is where somebody um, says they believe for evidence and then they throw in um, patently false evidence. And, and that's where it becomes very tempting for me to stray in my conversations. Yes, yes. Uh, I usually cringe at that point, but don't say anything. So I'm working. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so that that's when um, I think uh, recently I've just discovered like how to eliminate reasons. So I say, okay, well, I know that's wrong and I'm cringing hard on the inside and I'm having to fight that instinctual urge to debate. Um, so I have to say then my go-to question becomes, um, if you didn't have that evidence, let's say everything else was true, if you didn't have that evidence, would that lower your confidence in any way? And usually the answer is no. And so then I just kind of ignore it. And it's actually not mm. usually doesn't come back up again. So okay. um, that's how I avoid that's if, if I'm trying to stick with SE and it's not a more yep. broad conversation. Um, I, I use that method to uh, avoid discussing the patently false evidence that they've brought forward. Okay. So I want to ask the obverse question. I, I think obverse might be the word. Uh, what do you need to do in an Olinkus in order for it to qualify as SE? What are the basic, what's the minimum thing that makes it SE as opposed to whatever isn't up to being SE? We want to take turns? I'm, I'm thinking about that. Whoever gets uh, to their aporia first. Yeah, I mean, Ben or Pasta, I'm, yeah, I'm still thinking. So you, you guys. The, at, at the root of it, it's it's a, almost the exact same answer for me. You're, you're doing SE when you're investigating how someone came to a belief or what reasons they have. Um, I think it's the podcast Be Reasonable. Uh, 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 Marsh, I think is his last name. He says, uh, you know, we're what reasons do, does that person feel they have? In my mind, I'm almost thinking that way because I obviously usually don't hold the same position. So that phrasing helps me stay in the right mindset. Okay, what reasons does this person feel they have? 
And as long as that's your guiding principle and reminding open to the idea that they could still be correct, um, as long as you have those attitudes, you're, you're going to be in the right direction. Yeah, and, and this is, and like I said, I'm still on a daily basis learning and getting better at this. And uh, what, what I'm trying to remind myself and train my, myself to remember when, when we're engaged in, in these conversations is, uh, for me, if we're, if we get outside of uh, asking or discussing the how or why questions, um, are we effectively um, uh, executing a, an an SE conversation or or you know um, situation? You know, and if we've got outside of that, so that's that's and, and maybe that's part of me just trying to become more disciplined. But I feel like if I get outside of those two those two um, areas right now, I've started to veer away from SE. Pasta. Pasta, do you have anything to add? No, I'm I'm good. I'm 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 here for okay. the uh, for the show. Good, good. <laughs> um, I invite any questions from the crowd, verbal or typed. You are free to unmute and ask questions directly. Okay, is typing. As a teacher. I'm trying to be a teacher of SE. Uh, maybe maybe just a demonstrator. I'm really sure how that works. What's your best advice to me? What do I most need to concern myself with uh, as I'm passing this on? So uh, you're asking me as like an educator, like so advice yeah. maybe that I could pass on from the school of advice education. Advice to me is trying to be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a couple ways to think about it. Uh, you could think in terms of curriculum mapping. Like if I knew, like if I was a baby and I knew nothing, a level zero human, um, what kind of things, what kind of baseline things would you need to know? That's a really interesting question. Um, I think a lot of the stuff on the SE study groups actually accomplish this very well. You have some written guidelines, kind of like uh, you might scaffold, which would be here are some guiding questions in case you don't know how to get started. Here are some things you could ask someone. So you provide example. It's kind of like a um, I do, we do, you do kind of thing where you can watch me. Um, I, I can talk about what I'm doing and then I can help you do it in terms of like practicing together. And then you're going to do it on your own. And we see that in like uh, medicine. If you're a resident at a hospital, you watch a doctor perform a certain surgery that you're learning. Um, you're going to be in there with that doctor. Uh, potentially doing some of the opening and closing type of things. And then eventually they're watching you and evaluating your performance and providing immediate feedback. So it's really like a, ideally it's immediate feedback as well. Like as soon as somebody does something wrong, you want to let them know, uh, or, or if they could think about it and do something better, immediately let them know at that point. Um, and I hate to be so crude, but it, it's kind of like if you're teaching a dog not to pee on the carpet, Right. It yep. doesn't do anything if you come home and they've peed on the carpet. Right. You've, you've got to let them know at that right. moment. Um, and so, you know, that, that might only apply to the grades that I teach. But, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. Any other advice so for I, teachers? Yeah. Uh, just that I, I do, we do, you do is a pretty uh, straightforward, easy to remember thing to take home with you if, if that's what uh, anybody took out of it. If they're trying to work with someone, yeah. Okay. I, th I also think that 
uh, knowing uh, to pick your moments when to push back a little bit and when to just let it go. Just read your, uh, you know, your your individual well. So, uh, like for example, you could be could be talking to somebody early on and, and acknowledge that okay, this person is going to understand big words. I can use big words with this person. I can use all the terms for these fallacies with this person. I don't have to go into detail with this person. Or this mm -hmm. other person, I mean, I may need to dumb it down a little bit, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I may need to talk in a different language to this person to help them understand. So it, it's all about who you're speaking with. It's going to be a case-by-case -case scenario. So some people you may be able to get away with pushing back a little bit more. Others you may just need to just zip it and move on. Okay, thank you. You know, so, I'm actually reminded. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, I, um, I was just. I'm, I'm reminded. Back, balance of rapport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, while I was at uh, my college, I had a secular student alliance, and I actually gave, I think, two weeks worth of, or like you know, 15 minutes over the course mm -hmm. of two weeks. Um, like I taught SE, and then we went and tabled. And one of the things that I had at that time was a newly released. Um, the reason why I brought up scaffolding was because there was this wonderful uh, worksheet or PDF, which mm -hmm. kind of gave you some of those guiding questions. And so I had five or 10 members of, of our organization at a table where they, we were kind of flagging down people and doing that. And, you know, they had little note cards. They'd write down, you know, the reasons and then they'd kind of follow this um, uh, like suggested question list. Like, OK, which questions would be good for the, for the claims that are brought up? And I thought that that resource was really amazing. I, I wish I bet somebody watching actually could link that maybe in a comment or something. Mm -hmm. If it's not on the website yes, anymore. Please. <laughs> throw, throw, throw stuff down in there. I, it, very helpful. So there's a good question here. I think you reiterated yeah. it, uh, Mr. Lessons, um, about it being emotional. Yes. When you're chatting to somebody. Uh, re it recently happened, but it was more, it was off off air we had a we had a guest on our show who yeah. was making who was making quite bizarre claims but it turned out to be quite a philosophical thing in the end and it was almost mm -hmm. um linguistics and semantics that they were using and and when we got mm -hmm. backstage we got into almost like a completely com different conversation and we were still uh, uh -huh. murder shed steve and i were backstage with the guest mm -hmm. we weren't recorded or anything and we were still using um I guess it would be the Socratic type of questions. And um, it did get emotional. So we kind of stopped a little bit. We, we, I think we went a little mm. bit too deep into the conversation mm -hmm. and covered some things. And I thought, well, we're not therapists, so we need to back off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, good. So um, for anybody who was just listening on audio, the question is, have you ever been emotionally moved enough in an Alinkus? that you needed to take a break before you were ready to do another interview. Uh, so how about the other two of you? Have that, has that happened for you? Uh, I, I, I think it's happened uh, for me uh, probably a couple of times where I, I probably should have backed away sooner, you know, um, in, in that regard, just because I'm still very, um, I guess, new and, <clears throat> excuse me, new and raw out of uh, my faith and, and my religion where I heard the, you know, I could, uh, I could hear the, 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 the trauma or the pain, you know, when they were talking mm -hmm. and it, you know, it, that still strikes a chord with me, you know, I, cause I, my, my, 
my coming out of religion was very, very messy, you know, and, and uh, uh, very, uh, very crazy, you know. So there's parts of that where I, I have to get better at identifying that and just kind of backing away and not letting my emotions be involved um, in that. So, yeah, absolutely, I have. Um, and, and I have to get better at identifying that and saying, you know what, I would love to talk about this again, but let's just let, let, let's stop here and do this again another day. Yeah. Um, for, for me, it's all about remembering my guiding principles, which are I, I want the world to be a better place and mm-hmm. I want it to be a better place through believing true claims and, and critical thinking and weighing uh, good, you know, pros and cons and uh, uh, in terms of well-being and harm. So, uh, you know, if somebody is expressing that they find true solace in, in their religion and that it's not just a theological thing or like an evangelical thing um, i'm more than willing to step away from those conversations um, and, and that's happened a few times being careful of people's privacy can you tell me how your family and intimates see your practice of se yeah i could go first on that i guess uh, so, um yeah. yeah i mean i remember telling my mom for the first time i think we we're like at an applebee's uh, and I said, Mom, I think I'm an atheist <laughs> or, you know, uh, I'm trying to avoid nihilism. And, and so here I am with humanism and atheism. Um, uh, so I think SE just helped me like, well, you know, I, I just don't think I have a good reason to to believe that it's true. I still want to be a good person. And here are some ways that I'm doing it. And so even being able to say, look, I'm having positive conversations with people and I grew up in a very liberal church. So my mom act- would actually appreciate the fact that I'm bringing people off the ledge of um, a super harmful beliefs and into well, at least they don't think hell is, is as real anymore or that maybe they're universalist okay. now, you know, like in, in any way that I can bring down somebody from uh, universalist, like everybody gets to heaven or universal yeah. annihilationist. Like I am. No, wait, no, that wouldn't be right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that helped was ha- still having clear guiding principles or, mm-hmm. you know, pillars of good and bad um, that helped me navigate those conversations. And I think my dad is actually still like agnostic, but doesn't admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pastor, you want to jump? Yeah, I keep forgetting I'm I'm muting my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, that's fine. I'm a heavy breather. This is live. If if, yeah. if 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 we don't make any mistakes, they'll they won't realize it's just been edited and canned. <laughs> so, f- for me, my 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 wife is um, is atheist. Uh, my dogs are atheist, and um, <laughs> and my, well, my my mom. <laughs> My mom is a Christian. She lives she lives in Wales in the United Kingdom. She's a she's a Christian lady. And um doesn't doesn't go to church or anything. She's not like a church goer, but she mm-hmm. she believes in Jesus. And my dad who's passed now, he he was kind of uh ambiguous. He never talked to me about religion at all, but um he was from South Carolina and most people in South Carolina believe Jesus is a real thing. So Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, no, she knows she, she, she raised me to be skeptical. I mean, she, she's cool. She's mad. Cool. Is that, is that a, is that a thing being mad? Cool. She's mad. mad cool. cool. She, she, yeah. She's cool. She's cool as the other side of the pillow pasta. Yeah. She's, she's dope, mm. but, um, she, she'd probably not be okay with that. 
but she's uh she's good for converse conversation like i i chat with her and uh and i think i think because of the type of conversations i had growing up where her and i could get into discourse about uh mm-hmm. you know gent- i could gently question hey I, I don't know if i want to believe this well that's fine you don't have to believe it oh great cool because i kind of had that growing up i was able to transition into my adulthood with that kind of conversation style and it not be an issue you know but with kids that are raised to how dare you question this you know it's no wonder they want to be argumentative when they you know get out the get out the game you know my birds are that- theists <laughs> they know that i am their god with a very little <laughs> about to say are they the south carolina gamecocks <laughs> yeah these are du- uh, dutch bantams that's a ah, cool anyway. bird yeah I, uh, b- birds are uh, birds are a feature on this uh, on this channel you mentioned the dogs and so i you know i have theist birds Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on one, one second. This just in, my Pomeranian said she's a deist. Deist, deist, deist? Yeah, deist. <laughs> deist. She's a deist. Yes. My, my bad. My I bad. I appreciate maybe. that. Yeah. I appreciate the clarification. I've mm-hmm. learned something. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> no, I looked I looked at Ben's face. He's got this big smile. I'm like, what the hell has Ben smiled about? And I, I usually think about <laughs> when, when Murderstead Steve throws his... Um, Kite behind him. That's usually when I lose it on the episodes. <laughs> and, it, and I was like, oh, and see, I've already watched episodes, so I saw the chick in it, but, but I was like, oh, that's what, that's he's getting a kick out of it, but it, see, I, I expected it. Um, no, uh, for me to keep it uh, short, sweet, and simple, um, my, my family, they, they try to play cool or coy, but they have a huge issue with where I'm at now. Um, <clears throat> my my mom is a music pastor for 24, 25 years. My brother is still the pastor of an evangelical church uh, in the city I live in. I come from a very, very uh, dogmatic evangelical uh, Christian household. That's all I knew growing up. So um, mm-hmm. we have a we we have a good relationship. Like I, I wouldn't say we have my brother and I have a great relationship, but when it comes to this, uh, we obviously have very, very different views. And uh, one of my favorite people to practice SE on is my brother. When I go hang out and he's got mm-hmm. a swimming pool and, and doing that, and he, and he he doesn't necessarily know that I'm doing that because I don't think he knows what street epistemology is. But I do every time. Okay. Every time it presents itself, I take the opportunity to go through that, um, and, and I know that I'm the only person that he has in his life that challenges him uh, to to consider why he, you know, how. <clears throat> You know why he believes what he believes and how did he get there? You know, I, I know I'm the only person in his life that uh, that does that. But outside of him, the 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 rest of the family, it, it's uh, um, yeah, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been pretty the last three years, <laughs> you know, with them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so um, yeah, to answer the question, it's it's there. There's the the good and the bad. I think I'm. Can I do a shameless plug right here, Austin? Sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Austin. Austin's brother came on our show once uh, a few months ago mm-hmm. and very, very nice gentleman. Uh, but he's owned a, owned a church. Uh, I don't know if that's the right terminology, but he's, he's got his own, <laughs> he's got his own church basically and um, has done for about nine years. And Austin was a part of the church, part of the congregation and everything. And Austin mm-hmm. left when he, he found his atheist wings and, um, uh-huh. 
uh, Austin's brother came on the show and just, uh, it was, uh, it was very whimsical. It just came on out of nowhere. Mm. Uh, we were doing We were doing a live stream talking to some, uh, some, some theists. He happened to see it on YouTube messaged mm-hmm. Austin link on. He comes. Well, I happened to do some, uh, some of that SE Kung Fu on him. So the, the video is, uh, on our channel. If you, if you'd like to check it out, it's, it was, Quite yes, a, quite, a, quite an interesting chat. It's about thirty minutes long. I would really appreciate you drop a link in, in the in the collab, and I will include it in the doobly doo as a special. Uh, I, I have I have a link to your channel, and we can add it in as the uh, Oz's brother episode. Well, I'd like to say brother. it's about as close about as close as possible because it was unprepared. It was mm-hmm. it, it was unsolicited. Nobody kind of told him it was going to happen, and nobody told me it was going to happen. So it was on on the right. whim. It's about as close as it gets. Yeah. Let's and, see if I can find pa- it. And, and pa- Pasta yeah. was a, he, he was a boss that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, Are the, you aware of some of the, crit- go ahead. The, well, the, the good thing, what's always appreciative is when you speak to somebody and they, they say to you, oh, well, I wasn't expecting that type of conversation. I'm so used to being, asked questions in a disrespectful way so that that's the yeah that's the thing that you like is when you get done with the questions and they're like wow i'd like to i'd like to do this again you know that that's awesome that's the best thing about it and he and he my, yeah. my brother the, the the pastor told the rest of my family about pasta like i hadn't even talked to my family about pasta because they already hate that i'm an atheist right and he goes to my family's mm-hmm. like oh my god this this dude to Austin's hanging out with this pasta guy. Like, first of all, you got to hear his voice. He sounds like a sexy radio host. Oh, you but better then, stop it. You better stop that. But then, but then these these questions, these questions. It's though, just as sure SM7B. It's not his voice. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Jerry Lewis usually. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a USB mic. I swear it's a yeah. It's blue. That's Yeti. what it is. Yes, it's a blue Yeti. It's a blue Yeti. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah. But but it was it was impressive that that he told my mom and dad he was like I have never really received the the type of questions that I received that night when I was on their show and it's still to mm. this day we're talking pasta maybe you can tell me I don't remember how long ago it was still to this day he talks about that still was, to this day it was only like a few months ago it was May I think but that's mm. months we're talking about months <laughs> mm. I'll, po- I'll post months. a link down here. It's interesting okay, because yeah. it was it was it was a you know a pastor who grew up in the same household as a as an a, as an atheist. So you got mm-hmm. two brothers raised the same way. You got a uh, you got parents that treated them equally. Um, and and this isn't uh, unfair for me to say because Austin said it publicly. They were they were abused uh, physically mm-hmm. uh, e- equally, you know, and one turned out to be a pastor the other turned out to be an atheist so there's there's a plethora of interesting questions that you can ask mhm so i took advantage of mm. it oh thank you for that i will i will look at that my i will watch that myself and uh, cuz i haven't seen that episode. and uh, i will, and i will of course drop that in the doobly doo once we're done can, i'm not going to can i work backwards yes, some of these some of these questions here cuz yes F, F, yes fk just asked a great one are you okay. aware of some of the criticisms of SE? Uh, some see it as dishonest, maybe a manipulative thing. And if so, do you think there's some merit to it? I, I kind of do. I do in a way because um, 
I, I sometimes look at SC as, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a kind of, it's kind of passive aggressive in a way, you know, um, you can, you can use it that way if you want to. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so there's an element of it where I would prefer to prove you wrong gently than make myself look foolish by getting angry. So there is that mm-hmm. whole thing. I can, I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. If somebody brings that to my attention, that's fine. But we are in a position where you're uh, possibly being um, held to a, a belief system that has a degree of bigotry in it, misogyny in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, let, let's talk about it. And, and if, if it gets to that level, I'll be happy to explain. But I can see why people say that. You know, I can see see there's a there's a reason for an argument there and then uh shoulder to crayon uh said said something earlier let me see if i can find it uh she actually asked the same question uh i think it was can you tell me how your intimates see your hobby i I think what she's trying to say is uh like How do how do the people around you, your family members, uh, view mm-hmm. your view view doing SE? Well, <laughs> just recently, yeah. just recently, I had a conversation with with my wife about coming on doing doing actual SE, strapping on GoPros. Now I'm a I'm a mm. I'm an intimidating fellow. Uh, do the full Anthony, yeah, yeah, do, like going going out. Or is I, that the full Magnavasco? Well, I anyway. actually this. Uh, I was on a call with with Anthony and my wife was present and I actually asked Anthony mm-hmm. what his what his thought process was and he said take your wife because I'm a big fella I'm I'm a quite a mm-hmm. stock, stocky guy so I I feel mm-hmm. as though I would be intimidating so if somebody was walking mm-hmm. and I'm like hey come talk to uh, come talk to me and I look like somebody from the WWE they're like nah I'm good yep. you know they they might not want to talk mm-hmm. to me so if somebody like Ben they want to talk to Ben Ben would be perfect. So mm-hmm. Ben would be. I don't know why you would ben assume would that. Ben would be. Ben is like the SE poster boy, you know. But yeah. Uh, so wow. Anthony said, "Hey, put your, you know, you and your wife maybe maybe sit down or set up a table and and make it less, mm-hmm. you know." So we were talking about how we could do, but my introverting me and I am I am quite the introvert. Oh. I have to store up a whole bunch of introvert juice to be able to do a show like this. So I'd lo- takes, I would love to do many hours. I'd love to do. I just think that I would have a. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. We're we're so done. we're wrapped. Okay. And should we resume and do another live stream or should we just call it? Okay, and is the is the live stream on? <laughs> okay, and I don't have OBS, so you're going to have to control uh, my buttons for me. I will refresh <laughs> and see if I can do that. FK doesn't mess around. I'm telling you right now, FK is awesome. Man. He's he just is a man. freaking amazing. And there I go. <laughs> ha 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 ha. My streaming timer says one minute, but. I just I'm going to choose not to believe it and think that instead we've been streaming for about 45 or 50 minutes. About 45 minutes. I'm not sure. Anyway, whatever. 47 minutes. Good. So the offset is 46. Thank you.
<laughs> wife went out with a table and now we're back to uh yeah i was just mentioning that shoulder to crayon has this uh uh she's she is skilled enough in se when she talks to me that she could do just fine but she has a real no, i don't want to the people out in the public so and that's just fine i she's more of an introvert than i am at this point and uh i have to store up like many hours of introvert juice to be able to do a show like this and and that's okay it's a good place to spend my introvert juice you're do you have go ahead go ahead Oh, I, was, yes. I was just going to say, you're destigmatizing um, introvertism. Um, oh, yeah. Darn by, by being on a camera and doing a show. Mm -hmm. That's pretty yep. pretty bold. I like that. I like, thank you. Thank you. I, I, uh, in, introverts win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, do you have... Yeah, we lost a camera on Oz. Do you have a favorite category of claim? Are the claim or are there claims you fear or dread to? Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, like as an atheist, I I almost always hinge on the God claim. Sometimes, uh, so it's interesting. I can stay within the realm of theism. Um, I mean, I've had my mind changed recently, actually, about the Jesus mythicist versus historical Jesus position like i almost fall almost now I'm, I'm pretty certain right paul wrote um several of those books and then there's good reason within that to think that somebody named jesus led followers so i've had my mind mind changed recently based on okay. evidence that's been presented to me um but okay. i almost so, i don't so like you've, going you've down moved that route. from the mythicist camp to the non-mythicist camp is that what i'm hearing i think it's likely that somebody named jesus had a following mm -hmm and died on a cross at least those two claims i can i can get behind um yep but i don't like practicing se on those claims because at the root of it whether or not god actually exists ends up being because everything about jesus written in the gospels yeah. could be true and that wouldn't i mean you know okay if we took away the gospels would you still believe there was a god probably is usually still the case so remember yeah. how we're talking about there's evidence and then like if you say okay if we didn't have the gospels would there still be a god typically the answer is yes but then christianity is thrown out the window so i don't like to talk about individual yeah. denominations um and that's where my mind goes to with that question yeah i don't typically okay. practice uh go out of my way to practice se on other topics i'll use it as a frame of mind but there's not like a a legitimate use of it from yeah uh, the fellow on Sunday who had the claim about um, uh, we are in the end times and took me through 6,000 years of the millennium and the whole thing with Genesis 5 and, and Daniel 9 and Isaiah 53, all those lovely places. By the end of the conversation, I, le I, I learned that he was only about 60-40 on that the New Testament was correct. He was really firm on the Old Testament and has been listening to a lot of Tovia Singer and might convert to Judaism. Oh, Not from Aurelinkus. That's where he came in, and yet his claim was, "We are in the end times." Yeah. But and at the root of that claim, has God has to exist for those claims to be true. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, so well, I, it, I mean, that's the the, that's the actual action it. required. I said, you know, mm -hmm. if you're correct, what action should I take? What action should you and I take if if we are correct that we're in the end? Find God. It's soteriology. Get mm -hmm. saved. It's the same. Oh, except. 
find God with or without Jesus, because, you know, the first commandment, something about idolatry. Uh, and then how, how useful is the claim? So if a claim yeah. doesn't impact that person's behavior in any way, I don't care. If it, if it doesn't affect their the way they vote, if it doesn't affect the way that um, mm -hmm. they treat others, or if it doesn't negatively impact those things, uh, I'm ready to move on to a different claim. Um, it's not that I don't care. It's just I think it's more interesting mm -hmm. to try to get to why do you act the way that you do, I guess, or preach the way that you do. Does anybody in the audience have anything they would like to throw in? Questions from the audience? And that was a good question. I, I like that question. Oh, that was there was some great questions in here. Um, uh, I, I'm sure Boris is, is is just dying for me to ask you what your favorite colors are. That's a standard that he throws in. So I'm going to do that on his behalf. What's your favorite colors? <laughs> Austin's got a plethora. He's, Austin likes the pastels, don't you, Austin? Okay. No, green, green. No, green, green, green. Okay. Boris, you're vindicated. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> My, mine is a, a beautiful sky blue, like a like okay. just a clear day with beautiful bright clouds. That sky blue. Yeah. Honestly, your background it's a little, it's a little bit too much over the sea. I think over some mountains, like okay. if I'm on a hike or something. Yeah. Beautiful clouds. I'm actually floating on a boat in a marina right now, so this is almost correct. Yeah. Pretty close. And, Pretty close. And pasta? Is it pasta color? I'm I'm usually like a sea foam kind of guy, but a teal. Yeah, teal. <laughs> sea foam, sea foam yeah, green teal. or teal. All right. Teal, yeah. teal is a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, sh shameless. Oh, golly, I, 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 I changed my avatar even so that I wouldn't bias the uh, the outcome, as you may have noticed. Oh, from from a Kermit to a Kerbal. Sure, right. No, no, no the green part. Still green. I'm sure glad that Little green. Someone out. I know, but I can't help that. Oh, okay, right. I'm with you. All right. I, I accept that. I accept your definitions. I want to bend over backwards to accept those. All right. Uh, shameless plugs time. Uh, tell me about how to get a hold of Tart, how to find you guys, and, and why should I? Why should I be? And when and how? And stuff All like right. That. To get a hold of the Atheist Roundtable, you got to go to tart.live. The, that's the website. You can book yourself a seat at the round table, or you can buy a limited edition Mute Oz t-shirt. They medium. So if you're one of those guys that like to show off your physique, you can get it in a medium, tie a knot in the show your midriff, all that good stuff. Uh, we can actually we got a YouTube channel. The you know, follow the link. And um, Austin, you can tell all the rest of the good stuff. Yeah, we have a, a Patreon account. You just go to Patreon, the um, Atheist Roundtable. You can go there. If you want to support us, please support us. And, and uh, we do what we can to help the community uh, uh, grow and, and, and have a bigger voice. Um, so we have that. And then um, on the on our website, actually, just this weekend uh, got refreshed. So uh, most of what Pasta just said, anything and everything you need to know about us is going to be at E-A-R-T, tart.live. And we actually have a really, really exciting guest coming on Saturday. Uh, ben and I and Pasta will be uh, talking to him. And if you want to see the group uh, uh, SE uh, in practice, 
that will be the episode to to watch because this is a man that that makes some pretty substantial claims, and uh, we'll we'll be digging in. So uh, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, and that's what we're going to be looking for. Yeah, there's a okay. there's a gentle there's a gentleman that we met through the TikTok app because we each have okay. TikTok accounts. It's a great lure to cast your you know to cast your little um, you know fishing hook out there to get some 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 theists and the gentleman's name is adam and mm-hmm. he he's an evolution denier and he's also okay he's also somebody that that has boldly stated that um that there is no such thing as a logical fallacy so logical fallacies aren't a thing which which is unusual too because that would mean you know, that somebody could also argue, like I could sneakily argue them against him in a way, which would be terrible to do. But, but he he's um. I volunteer to steel man that. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, stop stop inter- stop talking over me, Austin. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, but he uh, he's got these wonderful bushel. He's got a bushel of these claims. And he's going to come on the show. We're just going to let Ben loose on him. So Ben can. Yeah, I'm going to like have my fangs out. And like, yeah. He said bushel. Bushel. Not from a fig tree, though, but from another type of bush. I'm on uh, Twitter and I'm on TikTok. Uh, those names are Ben G Atheist. So Ben G Atheist. Oh, yeah. And, and if you want to, uh, so so Pasta is always super humble. So Pasta, if you go to TikTok, uh, he has like 3,000 accounts. But just go uh, put in a search box, put um, uh, Pasta Mike, and all of his accounts will pop up. So just go follow all of those. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, mine is the Oz because Oz was already taken. So it's uh, the Oz. We have a blast on this. Just so you know, TikTok for us is the lure. Like it's WWF, like we're having fun. But then when you see what we do on YouTube is completely separate. But we do have fun on there and we talk, we do talk a little more shit. So and I've, I've, I've had some pretty good conversations uh, as a result of that as well. So if, if anybody's thinking about making content, uh, TikTok's been a great starting place for me in, in that regard. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much for coming to my show. Thank you, everybody, for all the audience coming to this show. I wouldn't do this without you. I couldn't do this without you. Here are five of my favorite channels. I'm, I'm sure that Tart is on that list, but if you want to see the longer list, you have to go to my YouTube channel and look under the promoted channels list because I can only fit five of them. If you are really interested in street epistemology, the method, my favorite place to get to have the where the resources are gathered is streetepistemology.com, provided by Street Epistemology International. And they have gathered up the resources that the community has provided in a nice, easy to reach, easy to digest way. And uh, I really love street.com. Thank you all for joining me on this discussion about SE, where we got to talk to the people from TART, uh, the Atheist Roundtable. If you would like to be a guest on my show on almost any topic about SE or doing SE, I have eight different categories. We can fit you in somewhere. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.
The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here or not expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the organization. 